I'm Shannon. I'm Emma. And welcome back to this podcast doesn't exist. <laughs> it's been over a month since we last recorded from the Podnook. Let's see if we remember what we're doing. The answer's probably no. Well, Emma's already checked all the technical stuff, so we at least have that covered. Took me a second to remember what the intro was. <laughs> Both of us looked at each other and went, how do we do this? What? How does this work? Yeah, I don't know if I like my voice when I said hello, but it's too late. Yeah. I, it's already it's your, done. Your voice is your voice, so it's not yeah. a bad one. It's not a bad voice. Can I tell you a funny thing? Of course. So one of the people on our team at work, Danny... I don't know if he listens. I have talked about the podcast in our team meetings and shared the link because I'm shameless. Self-promotion forever. Um, but apparently me and my counterpart, uh, the you know the person I share an office with, we have a very similar job title. Apparently we both, whenever we get on a call, we'll just be like, hello, hello. <laughs> and he's dubbed it the millennial hello because he thinks it's a generational thing. Because we do it, but our new social media manager, who's definitely a Gen Z, doesn't do it. That's so funny. And I'm like, I don't know. Is it the generation? Is it the anxiety? The world may never know. I mean, the anxiety and the generation seem to be going tandem. Speaking of not knowing things, we're two best friends. We like to talk about stuff that doesn't have answers most of the time. Sometimes we break the rules, but guess what? It's our show, so we can. And we hope you like listening to it because, you know we're hanging out but you also get to benefit from our hanging out so yes we like I, hanging with you i will say shout out to the 13 people that have left us five star reviews on apple podcasts 13 yes because last night i was binge listening yes to our own podcast that is correct dear listener while i was making food uh to remind myself how we do this because <laughs> it's been so long and yes that we, makes me so happy. We have two reviews and several. We only have five star ratings. No other stars. That makes me so happy. Thank you, you guys. Um, if go if you haven't done that yet. I'd like to shout out mm-hmm. Angie, who I saw yesterday, who apparently is on a podcast kick and has been listening to our show. Hi, Angie. She said she loved it. I'm so glad you're um, alive from she- your Mexican adventures. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, she still has to email us <laughs> in. Angie, if you hear this, please send us your haunted hotel story. Mm-hmm. And if you want to be like Angie and send us your story, you can yes. do that from thispodcastdoesnexist.com. Dot com. And from there, you can find all of our socials, but also a spot to write in. And you can send us a quick little email about either your uh, scary Mexican adventures of almost dying in your haunted hotel, or you can tell us what you'd like us to cover next. Hopefully, you don't have any bad things to say. Please don't send those. That wouldn't be I very mean, nice. I mean, we're but open if to you, constructive criticism. Just don't be mean. Yeah. That's the main thing. We're already mean to ourselves. Yeah, I'm super mean to myself. Nobody can bully me more like than me. I do. <laughs> I am uh, my biggest bully. <laughs> well, if you vibe with that, uh, be sure to like and review and subscribe. Tell so your friends. You don't miss any of the nonsense join our mlm <laughs> yes oh my gosh literally yeah. yes i was listening to another podcast and they were like this is our mlm yes. this is us trying to recruit people it really like, is yes, this is our mlm i mean you th- th- we don't really hand out benefits you get shout outs on the podcast yeah you're so. welcome <laughs> thanks great i will say another thing you can enjoy is in the link tree of our <gasps> yeah. Instagram, um, 
We have a bingo card, which is also on our website. Yeah, go do that. But if you're a Spotify girly or person of another gender identity, uh, you can listen to one of, well, you could listen to both, but we have two pod, uh, two podcasts. There are two Spotify playlists. One is this playlist doesn't exist. Yes. Which has songs. It has all of our episodes in order, but songs inspired by those episodes interspersed. And then there's this playlist doesn't exist, just the tunes, because... If you've already listened, you don't need to listen again. You that was an Emma request. I did request that because yes. I was like, I have listened to our voices multiple times, but I so do want to. I do want to know what these songs. I want to vibe with the songs. Please so. vibe. Um, and if you run across any of the little jokes that I've left there, please let me know. I keep waiting for someone. There's one in particular that I'm like, I'm so funny. <laughs> And no one said anything, so it's just for it's just for me. It's like that that message that you sent. I think it was you, me, and Shelby. It was a post from something else, and it was like a text thread of someone saying, "I got you a gift. I'm really excited." <laughs> me, <just> you, me, <laughs> correct. But that's essentially it. Like that's I'm me. so funny. You should know. That's me. Or I'm the 100% other side where I do not tell. You say nothing. I say nothing, and then I'm like boom yeah sometimes i'll just like leave it at your house or like anywho's that was our intro and housekeeping check playlists check done check them out done done and uh now dear listeners today we're gonna find out if emma middle name kylie (laughs) that makes it sound like you don't know what my middle name is your middle name i just but i do know her middle name that's true. It's very important. I'm a good wife. We're going to find out if Emma is a big old cheater. Because I specifically you told did. you not to study. She did tell me what this episode is about. <laughs> yeah. So I, I was aware going into it. I will say I did not study because okay. I was working on other transcripts. Okay. So I'm just, I, I was going to say, this is supposed to be a pop quiz, not like an end of the chapter quiz where the teacher tells you like yeah. we have a test on friday as you maybe know if you've been here also if you just look at the title of the episode this is episode 93 we are almost at episode 100 100 um so i thought it would be fun to revisit our our episodes one to remind myself what episodes we've done which was surprising um and to see if there were any updates mm-hmm. with these cases any fun tidbits so I'll be doing this for the next several of my episodes because, I don't know, I just think we've come a long way and it's a fun time. To remind you and our listeners of the point system, Emma gets a point, one point, if she remembers the topic of an episode and she gets two extra points if she can remember the title, which is like the fun quirky bit. Which is always my hardest part because even though I'm the one that re- that picks them out of the episode, you're usually the one that says them, so... Although I feel like, I don't know, do you think it's going to be easier? Like if you get to a point where you need hints, do you feel like it's easier for you to hear the topic and guess the fun title? Yes. I feel, oh, I feel like it would be the other way for me. But no, I don't know. That, that way works for me. Well, I mean, I might, I might ask. That's fine. You get more, more points that way. Yes. All right. So you can play along at home if you'd like. Please send us your results. I'd love to, I'd love to know. So we're going to jump right back in. I already did episodes one through six on a previous episode. Check it out. So this brings us to episode seven. Emma. Yes. 
Do you remember what this is? Episode six was Maura Murray, right? Correct. So this one was one of yours. The Amber Room? Eh-eh. Oh, dang it. All right. Would you like... I would, would like a hint you on would like the, the topic. topic. You would like to g- give up your single point. Okay, so the topic of episode seven was lies your parents told you. Ah, dang. Yes, and it was called... Oh, no. I just remember my mom telling me that I didn't actually swallow <laughs> the penny that I thought. Oh, wait. Plot twist. Hairball awareness day. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Two points. Yes. <laughs> I don't know how I remembered that. And see, this will be fun for any listeners who weren't with us from the beginning, because if you're really confused, you can go back and find yeah. out. Alrighty. So I'm just going to... This was kind of a grab bag episode, so I'm not going to cover all the things I talked about. But one of the things we talked about, joked about, was that some kids, but also some adults, think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I, yeah. How now, brown cow? So according to Sports Illustrated, milk consumption in the U.S. has been in decline for 70 consecutive years. 70? Yeah. Wow. And you and I contribute to that. Oh. Because you're a, a I'm soy an oat milk, milk girly. Soy, soy oat milk. Yeah. Almond milk, if you're weird. It's just not for me. I don't I like hate it. the taste. Yeah, I don't. I don't enjoy it. I don't like nuts, though. So. That's fair. But you hang out with me. A self-roast. She's nice and toasty. Get it. Roast. Yeah. Lightly salted. Lightly salted. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So 1941, apparently, was the peak year of milk consumption in the United States. According to the Smithsonian Institute of American History. Hmm. That year, Americans drank on average 744 glasses per person. Thanks to advances in refrigeration and sterilization of the bottles. That's too much milk. (laughs) That's too much milk. Well. That's a lot of milk. I Okay, here's something that I want to just talk about for a quick second. Um, Y'all, I am like super lactose intolerant Mm -hmm. do i care all that much no i got ice cream last night on purpose should she care more yes (laughs) the correct answer is yes sorry mickey this episode brought to you by lactate (laughs) yeah not actually but what i don't understand and i think this is the same with like peanut allergies and i know that that is more of like a when it comes to allergens like food allergens like that it's more of like a evolution kind of thing but when it comes to, like, milk consumption, were, were there tons of lactose intolerant people in the 40s just, like, gunning it and being Suffering. like, don't care? I don't know. I, I just, I want to know. I'm not a scientist. I will say that I think that I have become sort of, like, hypochondriac lactose intolerant like sometimes i'll just take a lactate like just in case because i hang out with so many people that are like oh gosh like we're actually getting, lactose we're getting intolerant. cheese on the pizza we gotta give you a lactate i'm like well it doesn't hurt i hope i don't know no it's just an enzyme the enzyme yeah. that is missing for most people in their gut to break yeah. down the lactose so um, that's on milk and now I'm going to – this whole this quote from uh, Sports Illustrated was just really funny, so I'm going to read it to you. If our modern milk nation had a flag, it would look like Neapolitan ice cream, bars of brown, white, and pink, representing the primary flavors of milk lovers. 
Chocolate milk is by far the most popular drink among athletes now. Offered <laughs> offered as a post-workout recovery drink in locker rooms everywhere. Few Americans are as farm literate as St. Pierre. In a 2017 survey, 7% of Americans thought chocolate milk came from brown cows, end quote, which is the same study that I cited in the original yeah. episode. I just want to remind you that 7% of Americans equates to 17.3 million people. It's too many people. And too much milk. It's too many people. I just, I really want them to repeat the survey to see if it's gone up or down. I feel like it would have gone up. Yeah. I feel like, <laughs> In the yes. current climate. Yes. All right. So next, I'm going to talk to you about Santa Claus. Yay. Wait, there's an update in Santa? Yeah. Oh. I still haven't seen him, but that doesn't mean he isn't a real person. Correct. In fact, there is a man living in North Pole, Alaska, who legally changed his name to Santa Claus. Oh. He's a chaplain turned Christian monk turned city council member. Ow. I really... <laughs> he's like, I contain multitudes. <laughs> he told Valley News Live, quote... Nice to have little kids just be open and willing to share their love, and I have a chance to share a little bit back. It's just another way to help me help children directly and indirectly. So I'm pretty pleased with the reception it's received, and I plan to continue doing Santa as long as I can. Oh. End quote. Mr. Claus's plans, however, <laughs> did not stop at spreading joy. Okay. A new primary format and a special election in June 2022 saw Democratic Socialist Santa Claus up against former vice presidential candidate Sarah Palin. No. Among a wide field of other opponents. Oh, okay. I thought it was just like Sarah Palin faces off against Santa Claus. No. That would have been no. weird for the Republicans. <laughs> no. Santa received 7,625 votes, which was 4.72% of the total. Oh, wow. That's a small amount. Well, there were there were like 50 candidates. Oh, never mind. It that's was a, a new job. primary. It's, it's a nonpartisan primary. I like that. Yeah. Uh, you, can, you can view all of the election results in the show notes. Well done, Santa. Well, well done, done, Santa. So another thing we talked about, eating before swimming. Yes, still something I refuse to do. To which I wrote, We already determined that this is mostly a myth, unless your toddler Emma on the sidelines of her mom's water aerobics class. Yeah, that was not a good day. Olympic swimmer Katie Ledecky! <laughs> who, I have to say her name like that because I was a nanny during her first Olympics, I think, and the two girls I nannied for were like major were swimmers. swimmers yeah. So we would just watch replays and we'd be like, Katie Ledecky! But she's the winner of two gold and two silver medals. Uh, she also knocked down this myth in an interview with Jimmy Fallon in 2021. If it's good enough for her, it's good enough for y'all. Do what feels good. Also, lie to your kids if it will buy you five minutes apiece. We won't judge. We talked on the show about the myth that carrots yeah. improve your eyesight. Yeah. So we already know because of our first episode that this was a myth made up as part of a propaganda campaign in Britain during World War II. But I know what you're really wondering. Yeah, about. you know exactly what I'm going to ask. The World Carrot Museum. Correct. Which I'm now going to read you the museum's short Wikipedia page in basically its entirety. I'm so excited. <clears throat> Quote, 
The World Carrot Museum is a website about the collection, preservation, interpretation, and exhibition of objects relating to the carrot. It is a virtual museum that has no brick-and-mortar existence. The website is maintained by John Stolarczyk of Skipton, England, and is run as a not-for-profit organization. Nice. That explains why when we Googled it, it we was some it. guy's house. Yeah. We were very <laughs> We were very concerned that if you tried to go, you would be locked in his basement. <laughs> no, I don't think John would do such a thing. No, he sounds delightful. The website contains an extensive history of the carrot in its wild and domesticated forms, including a timeline showing how its color has changed over the millennia from white and purple to the modern orange. Hmm. It records the resurgence of popularity of the carrot during World War II rationing, including information on the propaganda material and the alternate recipes and uses for carrots during the food shortages. The World Carrot Museum contains one of the largest collections of fine artworks containing an image of carrots in their various colors. Paintings have often been used as sources in historical studies of crops, and plant biologists have been able to identify old species using historical artworks. Writing in 2001, Dave Barry described the website as reflecting, quote, a level of interest in carrots that would probably trouble a psychiatric professional, unquote. <laughs> Stolarczyk was the lead author of a paper on carrot history and iconography in 2011. And iconography? Yes. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and that's all I have to say. So it sounds like we can never visit the World Carrot Museum. That's okay. That means we can all visit the World Carrot that's Museum. so true. Also, I kind of hope if we're ever traveling in England together, we need to reach out to, to John and be like, hi. We're big fans. Would you like to come on the podcast? Can we just talk about carrots for a little bit? I'd love to. Could we have a carrot salad and... Just hang. Just I just want to hang. Let's have a couple other root vegetables, too. I uh, mean, the the Brits are very good at having... Who is the... Who is the... The singing potato? Pete the potato? Potato, potato Pete. Pete. Potato Pete. Amazing. Yes. Uh, we can have tons of root vegetables. It'd be fun. Love it. I feel like that's a definite Patreon episode if that ever happens. <laughs> An exclusive with the World Care Museum. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, and then we could get archaeologist, chief archaeologist Tom, Tom King, King on. Uh, and then maybe the Crypt King could come Crypt on too. King, Tom <laughs> You're already fleshing out this non-existent Patreon, Patreon, you guys. Alrighty. So that was episode seven. Yes. Next is episode eight. That is how numbers work. Yes. Yeah. Congrats. Um. I love that you're, like, turning into a turtle. You're like, ooh. Ooh, I don't know. It's one of my episodes. I know that. But uh-huh. I don't think Atlantis is next. Is it Atlantis? No. Okay. Can I have a, a minor hint? You don't have to give me the episode itself. Give me a minor hint. <laughs> um, Uta Flagen. <laughs> uh, it will make sense when you... Uta Hagen? No, just that was just me making vaguely sounds that sound like vaguely another, sounds uh, vague sounds that sound like another language vaguely. <laughs> okay, I have no clue. What's the episode? The topic? Yes, is the abduction of uh, Betty and Barney Hill. Yes. Why was that your choice? I went Sweden, and I was like, I don't think I've ever done anything in Sweden. 
Because <gasps> Ikea aliens. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. <laughs> I told you it would make sense. <laughs> Technically, it's, it's Ikea aliens with special guest! guest! Exclamation point. Liam. But no, his name, Liam. Is, his name is not in the title. That's true. But my brother Liam is in this Liam. episode. Yes. And it's a fun one. <laughs> See, a, you understand. But I don't know the actual names of any Ikea items. I'm very sorry, Annika. Annika she knows. is a big fan. She came, she she came was, to the housewarming and she was like, is that a, I have no clue what it's called, uh, no. dresser? And I was like, yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she was helping me put together my bed. And she's like, no, no. The Utenschluten goes last. And I was like, whoa, I'm sorry. <laughs> you're you're hanging out with an expert. An yeah, expert. clearly. And if I ever go there without inviting her and Rebecca, I'm pretty sure they'll murder me. All right. In a September 2021 article with News Center Maine, 60 years after the alleged alien abduction of Betty and Barney Hill, University of New Hampshire professor emeritus Bill Ross, who is responsible for curating the school's extensive collection on the abduction, shared that the Betty and Barney Hill collection gets around 17% of their web traffic out of thousands of other collections That's and exhibits. a lot. That's a lot. And you were some of them. Yes. You were some of that web traffic. Yes. Sorry. Anyway, back to aliens. Aliens? Aliens. Aliens. Supposedly. Allegedly. Allegedly IKEA aliens. On February 18th, 2022, Discovery Plus released a new documentary about the event titled Alien Abduction, colon, Betty and Barney Hill. I need to watch this. I didn't know it existed. No. And here's a quote from the article that Discovery Plus put out. With new forensic technologies not available in the 60s and 70s and access to the remarkably preserved physical evidence from these two cases. There's another case that they're documentary that got yeah. released. Investigators re-examine the key pieces of evidence to see if they can prove that humans have had physical contact with extraterrestrials. The shock doc reveal new discoveries in both cases. In the Hill case, which took place in New Hampshire in 1961, UFO expert Ben Hansen and his team run DNA testing on Betty Hill's dress and corroborate parts of Betty's examination story. End quote. <gasps> so... I want to watch. Uh, it's on Discovery Plus, so you can check it out. I need to get Discovery Plus. There you go. It's a good reason. That and Ghost Adventures for research. I bet there's some Everest stuff in there, too. Oh, there's certainly some Everest <laughs> You're stuff. like, husband, This it's, it's for research. All right, episode nine. So one of yours. Uh-huh. Is this the Amber Room? Is the Amber Room, like, a double digit? I don't know, is it? Yeah, so it's a double digit. <laughs> so that means... This I love is... that you're, like, guessing without using your guess. Yeah. I'm very good at this. See, I don't cheat. I work the system. Okay. Um. Um. This is sorry. I sound like a theremin. I figured that out the other day, that I can make <laughs> my voice sound like a theremin. Good for you. Yeah. Thanks. Okay. We're going to have to do this as I think this is the trend that we're going with is that you're going to have to give me a hint about what it's about. 
but please continue to go along the hints that you were doing before because that um, I really enjoyed that. Okay, they're taking the hobbits to Isengard. They're taking the hobbits. Oh, the taking the hobbits. So it's uh, the is it the Todd Father or some summoning summoning. <laughs> The Todd Father. That's what he calls himself. That's amazing. Wow. Mickey's Mickey's dad. So it was uh, summoning the father-in-law. Yeah, I'll give it to you. Summon the father. Summon the father-in-law. Yes. So that's three points for Emma. Yes. Because we're not doing half points. No. I would do half points if she needed a, a hand. No. Uh, no major updates on this ancient ring that's said to be the inspiration for the one ring in J.R.R. Tolkien's Lord of the Ring novels, but I would like to formally apologize <laughs> for my terrible Latin pronunciation. You honestly did so good. It, it no. really was not as bad no. as you think it was. So for once and for all, Sylvanius. Once and for all. Sylvanius. Sylvanius, yes. Sylvanius. Yes. In related news, the early 2021 crowdfunding attempt led by Lord of the Rings actors to buy Tolkien's Oxford home unfortunately failed. Yes. But the actors hope to assist in fundraising for the proposed literary center to be built or adapted elsewhere. I don't know what is happening to the home instead. Uh, because yeah, someone else bought it. Yeah, because weird little... Link, Mickey's mom used to, she's from Oxford, England, and she lived down the street from the Tolkien's and knew, I don't know if she was like friends with, but she knew the Tolkien grandkids pretty well. She knows, she probably knows exactly who bought that house too, because Oxford is very small. Mickey's fam has so many weird connections. Like he's been on the boat that like found the Titanic. Yeah. Well, that's because his, his grandfather. Yeah knew the marine the the knows people the i forget what the actual like link is and, but like, he knew him his grandmother met met edmund hillary and she she said she said she didn't understand essentially she said she didn't understand the hype that isn't what she's yeah, like what like, she wrote down but she wrote to her parents that she didn't understand the hype it just yeah Mickey just, like, dropped it in the group chat. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm reviewing some of her old, like, letters or diaries or whatever. And she mentioned this. And she was just really – and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, good times. All right, episode 10. This is one of mine. Is this when I get spooky on you? So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, Shannon's really bad at lying with her face, which is hilarious because you're an actress. <laughs> <laughs> she's really bad at lying with her face so i can kind of figure out whether or not something's happening so it's something spooky this makes me think that it is robert the doll because i think that was the first spooky one that i did is it robert the doll no is it la isla de los muñecas no what did i do to you i can't believe you can't remember the first time you. Made i thought me it was cry. robert the doll no all right give me give me a hint um, I won't. I won't use this as a as a point. But give me a hint. She just folded open her hands and made a door creaking sound. Oh, the Dybbuk box. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. You're right. The Dybbuk box. You're right. Of course, you're right. <laughs> you have it in no, I've just been lying. Yeah, to you just this lying whole time. the whole time. I um, just did a random number generator. That's actually episode forty-seven. <laughs> what is the title of the Dybbuk box episode i don't know i don't know this one 
I think I get no points on this one. I know that it's been a meme Monday. Or before we even had meme Monday, but Haley made us art of this. Haunt people while you're alive? Yeah. Okay, great. I Guys, I genuinely, that's like <laughs> one of my favorite things that I've ever said, and yeah. I use it continuously, and I completely forgot that it was an episode title. Because I said it this time. You that's did, why. You got it? Yeah, because I was too busy crying a ball on the futon. <laughs> it was literally just me talking. <laughs> yeah, I'd be screaming. I'm, I'll give you one point for Great. the fun title because you did guess it, even though you needed assistance. Okay, so on October 29th, 2021, Amazon Prime Video released their latest original indie movie, a supernatural horror titled Dibbick. To which I wrote, no, I haven't watched the trailer, but it is in the show notes. Because <laughs> Shannon didn't want to be scared. It. Nope. In a July 2021 interview with Input Magazine, Kevin Manis, the original owner of the Dippick Box, yep. officially came clean, <gasps> explaining that he wanted to create a live action horror experience in real time. Okay, so Zach? We'll get to Zach. <laughs> I have so many questions, Zach. So many questions. But, okay, so Kevin Manis. Okay. The terrified interviews his mother gave in various documentaries on the case. Quote, an outstanding bit of motherly support and an Oscar-winning performance. Amazing. Give the woman an Oscar. To Manis. Give the woman an Oscar. As for his creepy slam poetry moment on Zach Bagan's show, a rehearsal mistakenly caught on tape. Quote, Manus says that while shooting Ghost Adventures, Deadly Possessions, he wasn't given clear instructions as to what to expect. After getting mic'd up, Manus says he was told to go take a look at the Dybbuk box. Quote, I'm waiting and I'm waiting, he recalls. And frankly, I thought maybe they've got some kind of technical issue. It's probably been 20 to 25 minutes. And I'm saying, hey, guys, what are we doing? Are we shooting or what? Manus had to be back in Portland in a couple of days to do a spoken word performance featuring some children's poems he wrote. One of these poems is called The Shadow Man. He decided to run his lines in a British accent, he says. I forgot that I was wired for sound. It was, of course, included in the episode. After it aired, Manus says he received emails from people telling him about their own Shadow Man experiences. Quote, the Shadow Man has taken on its own life, he says, kind of like the Dippick Box. Unquote. I love this. I love this. I love the fact that he was just like, I, I guess I'm sitting here. I, I might as well rehearse. Might as well. And Zach Bagans was like, I highly recommend reading this whole interview because it goes into like, Kevin Manis' interactions with the subsequent owners of the box and him being like, yo, dude, it's it's not it's not real. Like, you don't have to pretend. Like, yeah. I'm sorry if the second guy didn't explain it. To, like, very interesting. Our buddy Zach, however. Oh, goodness. Isn't prepared to write off the entire experience as a hoax. Of course not, because he bought the thing. As he and members of his staff have encountered many instances of bad luck since taking possession of the Dybbuk box. Quote, I think there's so much more to the Dybbuk box, and regardless of its origins, it's very much cursed and evil, Bagans continues. I'm not surprised that more controversy and conflict keep arising from it. The Dybbuk box has always raised questions and intrigue, and this adds to its narrative. 
Okay. Unquote. But let me posit, Zach, that you have so many other things in that museum mm. that might themselves actually be haunted. Mm-hmm. And they're just finding something else to attach themselves to. You bring something new that doesn't have something attached to it. And so they're like, hey, this room's free. I'm going to sit in here. I guess. That's just. Also, I was, okay, Post Malone. He what? Post Malone didn't even touch the Divic box. No, he touched Zach. He touched Zach who was touching the Divic box. I was like, oh, okay, gotta go. Anyway, but yeah, that's the update from the scream-inducing, <laughs> tear-producing episode on the Dead Box. I did really enjoy that research, though. That one was fun to do. Are you a sadist? Do you enjoy other people's pain? Go listen to episode 10. <laughs> You're welcome. Which brings us to episode 11. <laughs> I was about to cry right now. <laughs> With laughter. <laughs> With laughter. Must be oh, nice. Okay. Can't relate. Yeah. Um, all right, episode 11, one of yours. You're going to have to give me a hint as to what the topic's about. Oh, flight night. No, 19 was mine. Sabina flight. Uh, these are numbers. I have discalicula. I can't. 547? 548. <gasps> are you joking? <laughs> no. I'll give it to you. Oh, my gosh. That was so cool. <laughs> and the title of the episode is... Let me know if you need to scream. Yeah. Great. Because <laughs> I can't deal with planes, y'all. Yeah. Athletes, their families, and fans of the figure skating sport continue to remember those lost in the 1961 crash of Sabina Flight 548. The Memorial Fund established after the crash continues to support aspiring athletes to this day. So... People who are trying to get to the Olympics because figure skating is a very expensive sport. Yes. A February 2021 article in the Gazette shared a few other ways that those lost have been memorialized. Quote, on Monday at exactly 10.05 local time, the Belgian village of Berg-Kampenhout will inaugurate a new monument in remembrance of the crash, which remains the worst aviation tragedy in the country's history. The village erected a 1.5-meter triangular stone monument at the location of the crash on the 40th anniversary and has yet to reveal the look of the new monument. A ceremony to inaugurate the new monument will be attended by just four people because of COVID-19 measures. Among those present will be the widow of Marcel Lowers, a field worker who was hit by debris from the plane and lost part of his leg. In Colorado Springs, the eight Broadmoor Skating Club members lost in the 1961 crash are memorialized in a marble bench shaped like a skate that sits at what was once the entrance of the World Arena on the edge of the property's lake. That's so cool. Yeah. A bench shaped like a skate. Yeah. I'm assuming you're sitting on the, like, top of the foot. Oh, uh, I was picturing it as just, like, a normal bench and, like, the back is shaped like a skate. But I don't know. Oh, that makes a lot more sense. <laughs> or maybe the whole thing is just... That's what I thought. sit on any side of it. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Which brings us to episode 12. Yes, which is my episode, which means this is a spooky one. Shannon's covering her face. No, I'm hiding my face so you can't... Oh, I see. Shannon me. has covered her face with her sweatshirt. I have no poker face, so I have no face for you. <laughs> I I 
can honestly say I won't know unless you give me a hint. Glasses? Mm-hmm. Glasses. Is it Robert the doll? No. Uh, glasses. <laughs> glasses? Yes. <laughs> it'll make, again, it'll make sense once you know. I'm going to die. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want? The, the, the topic? The, the topic. Yes, please. Atlantis. Ah, Milo. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Error 401. No, it's Zeus at Mount Olympus.net. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> I love that your go-to and you can't remember. You're like, Error 401, whatever. <laughs> like, no, that's an episode title that we yeah, have. I'm aware. I know. I just love that that's your, because on the last update episode, you also tried to guess. <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> yes. So episode 12 was about Atlantis. Mm. Uh, which, when I initially just typed in Atlantis, so what I do when I do these, I go and I look at the date the episode was published, and I go on Google, and I type it in, and then I click news, and then I do a custom range of, like, the day it was published through to today. I just typed in Atlantis, and all that was popping up was this battle for, like, the number four Atlantis series that's, like, part of college basketball. <laughs> oh, golly. It was like, so then I was like... The Lost City of Atlantis. It's good. <laughs> Which brings us, on April 29th, 2022, oceanographers aboard the EV Nautilus vessel were out exploring the floor of the Marine National Monument, a submarine range of volcanic mountains off the coast of Hawaii. They were doing all that. When they came across what looked like a well-preserved brick road at the bottom of the sea, 3,000. 376 feet underwater. Whoa. It's the road to Atlantis, one scientist is heard saying in the background of the footage. Quote, what may look like a yellow brick road to the mythical city of Atlantis is really an example of ancient active volcanic geology, the team of scientists explained after the fact. What the team had actually seen was later identified as a volcanic rock formed in high-energy eruptions where many rock fragments settle to the seabed, they explained, while the, quote, unique 90-degree fractures that made it look like stone laid for a road are likely a result of heating and cooling stress from multiple eruptions. I think either you or Shelby or maybe Mickey sent this to me when it happened and i got really excited by the picture because in the picture it looks like a road it genuinely does i'm putting it in the in the instagram yeah it it does and it you know you get excited for a second and then when they explain what it is you're like okay that's also cool but like it would have been better if it were the road to atlantis (laughs) on a more ridiculous note apparently there's a group of tiktokers who believe that they're descendants of the citizens of Atlantis. Oh, no. Yeah. That's all I got. Uh, I don't claim that corner of witch talk. I do not claim them. But do you, I the guess. The only reason that that is kind of sketchy, other than, you know, there being no confident evidence of Atlantis, as much as I want to believe it, is that if you listen back to the Atlantis episode, the... Uh, Schnazis got really mm. interested in the one true race, mm-hmm. which they believed Atlanteans and Aryans to be along the same lines of. So that is 
what concerns me, whether or not that's where they're going with that, what they believe is part of that, or if they're just like, I'm special. I don't know. But um, go ahead and listen back because the Schnazis got really interested in Atlantis. They loved all the occult stuff, but like yeah. Atlantis got really, it got some, it got some good airtime for them. Episode 13. Mm, I do know this one. <laughs> no, the reason I know this one is because I had mistakenly thought that it was the Flat Earth episode, but it's not. It is the Denver Airport episode, mm-hmm. which is called uh, Girls, Goyles, and Gargoyles or something like that. You want to take that again? No, I don't know. <laughs> Goyles? Goyles? Gargoyles. Gargoyles. And Airports. Oh. There we go. I, I had the three. I just didn't know if it was the alliteration or not. Okay. No, I'll give you one point. Yeah, I get one well, point Well, two that. total because you got the subject. And uh, No new conspiracies to report here. But we did go. Though Emma and I are happy to report that the luggage hall gargoyles do, in fact, talk. Which surprised Shannon. <laughs> yep. Don't believe us? Go watch our TikTok. Which brings us to episode 14. See, I feel like it's how I'm I'm introducing all the episodes. Which brings us. Whatever. All right. So episode 14 is me. Emma is the conspiracy. I am. It is I. <laughs> is she even a real person? No, probably not. <laughs> Robert the doll? No. I know it's not Annabelle. Annabelle was later. And I know it's not La Isla de las Muñecas because that was also later. Is this Bookie? Nah. Nah? Okay. <gasps> Is this the Mothman episode? No. Oh, dang it. I All got right. so excited. I'm going to say hint. you don't. You, no. No? Do you want a hint? Yes, I do. Even though you've already guessed three different things. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> this is how we play the game. Oh. Oh, it's Elvis. Yes. And, oh, golly. Oh, snap me like a glow stick. <laughs> Still one of my favorite things that you have ever said to me. (laughs) I don't ever want to be snapped like a glow stick. Like a glow stick. Also on our TikTok slash reels. Yeah, that that one is very funny. (laughs) When Emma knows too much about dead people. Uh, That was the other title of our podcast. (laughs) Emma knows too much about dead people. But it was too long. (laughs) Baz Luhrmann's recent biopic about the king surely kept believers excited. Yes. There's an article in the show notes that lists out all of his ex-wife Priscilla Presley's so-called slip-ups over the years, including one during an interview in 2005 on Oprah. In a now notorious moment, Priscilla was heard saying, quote, that's exactly what he said the other day. In reference to her ex, implying that she'd spoken to him not too long ago. That was really the only, like, there wasn't really any news about the movie. him being alive yet. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, there's a little roundup in case you forgot. But Emma, mm. I have bad news. Oh? You might not be able to have Elvis host your Vegas vow renewal after all. I know. We, Mickey and I have already talked about it. We've decided on share. I love that. The licensing company that controls the name and image of the king is ordering Sin City Chapel operators to stop using Elvis in themed ceremonies. Yep. Authentic Brands Group sent cease and desist letters in early May of 2022 to multiple chapels, which are now expected to be compliant. 
Which doesn't bode well for all of the, like, old Vegas men who have made it their life's mission. Yeah. To be Elvis. Yeah. In the news article, they were talking to a couple, like, chapel owners that are like, we're concerned about our bottom line because that's a big draw. That's like, if you're going to go to Vegas and have a quickie wedding, it's probably because you want some sort of, like, flashy element. You want it to be kitschy. Yeah. Or you're completely drunk. It depends. We've seen that movie. Yeah. What happens in Vegas? and Kutcher and Cameron Diaz. Yes. Cool. It's a cute movie. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of cute things, Uh I don't know. Was that a segue? Sure. Episode 15. Is it something cute? I don't know. Cute feels like not a correct descriptor. This is one of your episodes. Uh Uh-huh. Can I have a hint? I won't guess before I get a hint. Uh, shiny. (laughs) I can't. Amber Room? Yes. Great. I finally got it. (laughs) And that is, uh, oh, dang it. Not a National Treasure podcast? (laughs) No. Dang it. Close. International Treasure. Ah! It was right there. It was right there. No, I get, yeah, I get the, I get the one point for finally guessing, finally guessing the Amber Room. You're like, if I keep a a broken point, a broken clock is wrong twice a day. (laughs) It's right twice a day. Oh, that's right. right. (laughs) (laughs) I really Uh, like that though. A broken clock is wrong twice a day. Uh, All right. A secret network of World War II tunnels thought to contain the long-lost Amber Room or other wartime treasures was discovered in the late spring of 2021 at the site of Nazi Germany's former Eastern Army headquarters, which is now referred to as Mamurkai Museum. Oh. The five entrances leading to the previously undiscovered system of underground corridors in what is now Northeast Poland has been described as the biggest discovery ever made at the 200 hectare forest. Hectare. 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 Yeah. You learned that word in the Denver airport episode. (laughs) There you go. Just looks like like if we're talking about space of land, it should be an acre. A hectare. Whatever. A hectare. You said the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) I stand by it. Dang it. And I didn't see any updates after that. So I don't know if there's the some of the corridors were filled with debris, so they would have to like clean them out. It so, might honestly just be like a time thing. Yeah. In terms of yeah. like we haven't had the chance to get to or, like, where we want to be. Funding. I don't know. Yeah. Fall of twenty twenty one initially brought more hope for in Amber Room detectives as several locked boxes were mm-hmm. discovered during a robot dive on the sunken German ship, the Karlsruhe. Yeah. The wreck was first discovered in late 2020. So I feel like I probably talked about you it did. on the episode. You did. I remember. Towards the end of the war, the Karlsruhe was used to evacuate Germans in what was called Operation Hannibal from what was then the city of Königsberg in East Prussia. According to the ship's official cargo documents, there were 360 tons of goods on board and 1,083 refugees. On its final voyage, the ship departed from Königsberg and was protected by two minesweeping ships, suggesting there was a large, valuable cargo on board. 
A 15-man team from the Baltic Tech Diving Group working on the project, however, discovered nothing more than military equipment and the private possessions of passengers. They left the private possessions alone. They took photos of the different things. After holding a minute's silence in memory of the nearly 1,000 people who died on the ship, the diving team cast a wreath containing the flags of Germany, Poland, and Russia into the Baltic Sea. The whereabouts of the Amber Room remain unknown. That's really sweet, though. I really appreciate the efforts that now, when it comes to shipwrecks, specifically, like, new ones i guess in the more modern era they're being very careful about like preserving the site as you know people died here yeah this is not treasure hunting people died here and we need to respect it so i appreciate that that's a thing now but yeah you did talk about that yeah humans episode 16 oh no okay is this a spooky yes okay Is this Robert the Doll? Yes. Great. Finally. An undiagnosed wizard, (laughs) which has to be one of my favorite episode names. Which is so funny because when I was going through, I was like, who said that? What's the context? You did. (laughs) You said it. I need you to go back and listen to just the beginning because it it happens within like the first like 10 minutes of me talking about the actual story. It is so, it killed me. It was so good. It was so good. It's my favorite oh, episode. Man. I'm so funny. <laughs> I don't remember how, but I'm funny. You are. Uh, um, it was so good. Yeah. As far as I can tell, Robert is still chilling down in Key West with his toy dog. Yep. You can get tickets to visit via the link in the show notes. Yep. The only other kind of like related news I had was after seven films and a 2019 remake. Chucky returned on Tuesday, October 12th, 2021, to terrorize viewers for the Halloween season as a new TV series airing on Sci-Fi and USA Network. No, thank you. Yeah. No, uh, thank you. But, you know, if you, um, if you like spooky stuff, you can... Uh, I don't know if it's still on or if it's streaming anywhere, but there you go. Yeah. The Bone I'm Shaman. glad... There is no news from Robert the Doll. Oh, yeah. No. And the Bone Shaman still maintains that he will never, ever try and take a picture Good. of Robert. Good. He's like, I have no intentions of bringing no. back anything I with me. I saw it with my own eyes. It's fine. It's all good. Yeah, I don't think he even looked <laughs> looked Robert in the eyes at all. He was oh, just like, goodbye. No, no, thank you. I'm good. Mm-mm. I'm sure there's like a hundred more letters to Robert pinned to the wall. I will say, okay, so I was like, let's see if he's still there. Do you buy tickets? What's the thing? So I typed in, like, Robert the Doll Key West. And the first link that pops up is, like, visit Key West or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the website is not, it's very lovely. It's, like, light colors. It's, like, read the story. This is the house of Robert. Then it's, like, want to visit Robert? Click here. And then you click it, and the website is like, robertthedoll.com, and it's like black and purple, and I'm like, God, my computer is haunted now. I... Yeah. They leaned in. They were like, aesthetic? Here. Yeah. I really enjoy how hard they've leaned into it, but I think it's because it Robert is in a museum that was already established mm-hmm. as a museum, 
about Key West. Right. And it being a, like, military post of it being, you know, being fairly important during the Cold War because it was, it's the closest point in the U.S. to Cuba mm-hmm. and, like, all of that. So, like, the Cuban Missile Crisis, not the Cold War, but, like, still. So, I think because he's the biggest draw for that museum, they're, like, lean as far into it as we possibly can bus people out here because it's not even in the main section of Key West it's like on a different side of the island so you have to either drive there or get a tour bus to go there Mm. and they're like this is this is the draw we know we know that people will come and see Robert and then maybe we'll stick around and learn some other historical facts (laughs) so I it had been so long since the episode that when I actually saw a picture of Robert, I was like, he's way less scary looking than I remember him being. <laughs> like, there's no story yeah, right in your face Yeah, he's just like a very it. innocuous little sailor boy, but don't trust him. Yeah, don't, don't think that for too long. Yeah. Okay. Episode 17. Mm, all right. So this one's yours. This is the last episode for today. Oh, all right, episode 17. So this is one of yours. Uh-huh. I am not going to remember what the topic is. Please give me a hint. Penny whistles. Oh, gosh. <laughs> What's a penny whistle? It's an instrument. You know, I, I mean, I understand it. Do you need me to play you a, a clip? I, I like, did not enjoy the fact that the first thing to pop up in my YouTube suggestions when I typed in penny was Pennywise laugh. Ew. I was like, um... No, thanks. That one's much happier than what I'm thinking of, but. All right. I have no idea. (laughs) Titanic. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) One, the fact that I forgot that this, this is error 401. Yeah. Yeah. Um, (laughs) The fact that I forgot that this episode was episode 17. Like, how could I forget Titanic? Like, your most iconic. Is it, though? Iconic. Is it? Honestly, I think Everest is your most iconic. Yeah. So, but I still. am talking about it to my team. Are you? In our team building, oh, right. two truths and a lie. Yes. But Shannon had to write two truths and a lie for a staff retreat. Yeah. And, like, send Which them Which was in. yesterday at this point. So yeah. When you're listening. Yeah. But um, you want to tell them what your two truths and a lie were? <laughs> or do you want to hold those on? I'll hold on to those. So I honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> well, one of them was a mild obsession with uh, Mount Everest. Right. Which I thought was hilarious because when she sent me the three, it was the last one. And I was like, lol, it's that one. That's the lie because it's not mild. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, uh, I see your point. I see your point. But I have to at least pretend to be normal. Yeah. But I guess I I can't pretend if I've encouraged them to listen to our podcast. Yeah. Um, one of them was like, I've traveled to more European co- or Euro- yeah, European yeah. countries than I have um, uh, U.S. states, which isn't – it. W- that one's the That's lie. That's the lie. That one's not true. What and was the first one? Though, I forget yeah. what the other one was. Clearly, but it, it's not that exciting. Well, and obviously it's oh, the truth. Oh, it's that I was part of two secret societies in oh, college. Oh, yes. Which yeah, is which is true. true. But yeah, I still – Honestly, you should just be like, well, so one of them's Technically, there are two lies. Technically, I did two lies and a truth, so. (laughs) I I struggle with that game. I would really enjoy it if it were two lies and a truth. 
Because then it'd be just really fun. Flip the script. Be like, two truths and a lie is like, be like you oh, I got it mixed yourself. up. I, uh, <laughs> what if you just send three lies? <laughs> just lie <laughs> your face off to everybody. Agent of chaos. That would be me. <laughs> there you go. Um, or I feel like you'd get so excited that you'd like do it by accident. You'd be like, send three oh, lies shoot. by like, accident. When, you know, when you play like kings and you have yes. to say it and you're just like sitting there thinking, you're like, what are things about myself? Yes. Correct. When I, I would... felt like there were certain ones, like <laughs> I was joking with my counterpart and I was like, this is what I get for talking about myself at work. Because like if I didn't share anything about my life, I could be like, I was a musical theater major. I co-host a podcast. Like, but yeah. I talk about those things all the time. So they know that they're true. <laughs> I was like, my college almost closed when I was a junior. Like, but they already know all that stuff. Yeah. But anyway, we're not talking about Everest. We're talking about Titanic. Titanic? Titanic? Another iconic TikTok audio. In August of 2021, three people were injured after an iceberg wall collapsed at the Titanic-themed museum in Pigeon Ford, Tennessee. I think they were all fine. They went to the hospital, but I think they're fine. Emma's holding her face with both hands. <laughs> She's hiding her face now. Oh my gosh. That, I'm so, I hope you guys are okay. I, yes. I really hope you're okay. But honestly, that is hilarious to me. I, I can't. It was in August. Like, did it melt? And that's why it felt. Well, because, okay, so apparently this part of the attraction is backed by a refrigerator, which allows it to grow. Grow is the word they used in the article. Gross. I don't like that. And be cold to the touch, I guess. So, like, people can t- touch Wait, the Wait, okay. Iceberg. So, it, you're going into what looks like the Titanic, right? It's, yeah. The museum is the is a boat. Yeah. And inside of it. No, I believe it's outside. Which would make... <laughs> I don't know. We haven't gone yet. So, I don't know what That's it is. That's right. I'm like. dropping you and Shelby off at the door. Yep. And I am and staying outside. Sarah's going to come with That's us. That's true. You'll be out. No, you'll be in danger. You'll be out. You'll have to be outside. I'll be in the car all the way on the other side of the parking lot. You'll be by the iceberg. And I don't want to. Um, So that happened. That's so sad. I'm so Um, sorry. I hope everyone's okay. I hope everyone's okay. I feel like it would have been another news article if it was like, Uh, Jimmy Jones of Nashville, Tennessee died after getting run over by an iceberg at the titanic museum i feel like that that's the most ironic way to die if you're like a if you're like an enthusiast yeah and you're like oh this is my life i love this this is so much fun you get killed by an iceberg at the museum in august in In august at least go on like the revival cruise and die when you know the when sci-fi movie Titanic 2 where they do like a memorial thing and then, oh, that boat crashes too. Anyway. Hopefully not. An authentic 1 to 200 repli- replica of the Titanic was released on November 8th, 2021 and is now one of the longest and largest Lego models ever released. Leo? Lego? Lego. I heard Leo and I was like, what is a Leo? Lego. Lego. It's comprised of some 9,090 pieces and spans more than 4.5 feet from tip to tail. It retails 
for a casual $630. No, thank you. That is too much Although money. I think that's what the article said, but I think when I went to grab a picture off the Lego website, it's more like $670. But it's sold out, so you can't get it. Sorry. That's just so much money. But it looks cool. Apparently, it has a lot of, like, interior details. It's not just the exterior. So, that's neat. That is neat. Sorry, I am trying to find the picture I took of this model because I passed the museum. You're not the museum. The Lego store <laughs> in a mall. Sorry. Same thing. <laughs> I was hearing museum for a while, so nah. I'm like trying to remember. You're like, when did I go to the mall? When did, was I at the mall? I could, there it is. I could not do a Lego. Oh, wait. Yeah, it's a Titanic. You're like, oh no, it's a different big boat. <laughs> I saw I saw Queen of the Oceans and I uh, thought it was the Queen Mary oh, for a second. Um, they, they've labeled it, but it was in the front window of a Lego store That's when cool. I was at the mall. How many Boston. employees did it take? Right? <laughs> so oh many gosh. hours. That's been in the break room for the last 10 months. <laughs> oh my gosh, that would be the most fun thing though. If that was like you were getting paid to do that. Oh uh, yeah. I was like, not if it's like your break, but you're like encouraged to work on no, this no, no. thing. I would imagine either it comes in like chunks, chunks like already put together t- chunks because I'm sure like that they like glue them. Okay, but if you were a Lego store employee, wouldn't you be disappointed if it came like? I would be. Yeah, absolutely, I would be. And finally, my last update of the mm. episode. An Australia-based team of researchers under the mantle Ocean Gate Expeditions continues to work on capturing images of the wreck as it slowly disintegrates due to metal-eating bacteria. Oi. Yeah. Which is, like, sad. But also, metal-eating bacteria might be our savior (gasps) when the robots rise up against us. Correct. You're right. So. And also for, like, a lot of the trash that isn't plastic in the oceans (sighs) that's why i've been trying to buy soda that comes in cans because it gets recycled better Mm -hmm. it's harder to recycle plastic and glass yeah it's easier to recycle metal yeah a summer 2021 expedition included archaeologists and marine biologists but ocean gate also brought along roughly 40 people who paid to see the ghost ship They'd take turns operating sonar equipment and performing other tasks in the five-person submersible. These visitors, these guests, are funding the expedition by spending anywhere from $130,000 to $200,000 each. So, that I is- had Sorry, I had to reorganize those numbers in my brain. Six digits. Yeah. I've realized that now. Yeah. But- I mean, if I had six digits, I might do it. See, if you had six digits, yes, you would do that, but you would also become a member of the Alpine Club. Uh, maybe. I don't know. That feels dumb for me to do that when I don't want to climb mountains. Well, no, you don't have to climb the mountain. You just sit there, talk to them, and also, like, hold on to the... Or you get, you get to be the one who rings the gong! The gong! But yeah, if I had six six-figure six kind of cash... Because, you know, it's disintegrating and it makes me sad. I know. So what was your final score, Emma? Let's see. Let me add them up. 23, 24. 24 out of 33. Yay! Be more excited for me. Yay! Thank you. 
<laughs> That's a 73%. Yay! That's what? Like a B? Uh, Something? A 73% out of 100? Yeah. That's how percentages work. No, I... <laughs> You're right. Yeah, Correct. I am. <laughs> but... But... I think that's more of like along the lines of like C. I was going to give it. Oh, yeah. Because an F is 54, which feels weird. Like, (laughs) I feel like when you get at least half of the things right, you deserve some sort of credit. I think half the credit should be E for effort. Full disclosure, Emma isn't here right now. Emma went upstairs to take care of the Pennington monster. I'm just bantering with myself. (laughs) The Pennington monster has entered the building. Hi. No, ma'am. Her face is in my backpack. Hi. Penny's going to join us for the last of the episode. Anything you want to... All right. She's walking away. She would rather not talk to her audience. She'd rather give them a good look of her butt. Yeah, the Pennington monster will not reveal herself. No. But... You know what will reveal themselves? Uh, oh. <laughs> what? <laughs> Letters from the mailbag. Oh! <laughs> I don't know. Hopefully they're not too revealing. Oh, I don't know. There are pictures attached, so. Oh. All right. Anyway, do, do the thing. Wee wee. Y'all. And we back. What time is it, Emma? Mailbag moment. Wow, with the reverb. Thank you. This comes straight from the mailbox of Shelby. And, of course, which I think she labels all of the <laughs> emails she sends us as uh, heart fart in all caps. Yes, which heart makes, fart. makes me very happy. But she sent us her cryptid results and meme featuring our littlest listener. <gasps> what? Oh my gosh. Okay, so first, her, her, uh, so if you guys remember the cryptid quiz, yes, that when Shannon did the night crawlers, mm-hmm. she had me take. Shelby got the Loch Ness monster. Love that. And then this is the, oh my gosh, this is the meme that she made with baby Nora. <gasps> Stop. Oh my gosh. I'm screaming. Uh, Shelby, please let me know if I'm allowed to share that on the pod. Um, If not, I will just add it to my phone and look at it when I feel sad. But oh my god. Just so everyone knows what it is, it's an adorable picture of Shannon and Nora, who is our friend Shelby's baby. um, (laughs) Who we finally got to meet. uh, Making the same face. Mouths wide open, and it, the caption says, when you find out your bestie listened to this week's episode without you. <laughs> Amazing. That makes me oh, so happy. Thank you, our Nessie Shelby. That's so fun. I feel like we're collecting. Yeah. Because I was Bigfoot. She's Nessie. You were something we'd never heard of No. Nope. Uh, yeah, I need to go back. And you should do an episode I should. Yourself. About myself. Figure out what I'm all about. I... Wanna cry? That was so cute. Are you freaking kidding it's me? It's so cute. 
please send us your heart farts, your homemade memes. We're very low key. We just just want to know. We want to hear from you. Also, if you have adorable pets slash children that you're willing to let us see slash, uh, you know, adorable grandparents. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Show us. We want to see. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Show me your granddad. (laughs) No, that sounds weird. That sounds weird. (laughs) Okay. You know, this, you know, uh, you exist out there. So send us proof that you exist. But remember, this podcast doesn't exist. Look good. That was good.